Good morning, Sun Valley Church, and welcome back to The Voice of the Valley. I'm your host, Jeremy Pinch, and today we are beginning our five-week series on the valley. Um, Men and women in our church who have walked through trials, walked through suffering, um, and we are excited to to go through this series to hear um, their thoughts uh, and their wisdom and um, their encouragement to to us as a church. Wisdom, wisdom, yes. And Uh-oh. we are <laughs> our first our first guests on this series is Chuck and Yvonne Halley. Chuck and Yvonne, how are you guys doing? Great. We're doing good. Good. Thanks it's, for having us. It's, it's good to see you guys. It's always good to see you guys. And uh, I'm glad that you guys are, are with, with us this morning. So, oh, Thank you. Um, to get us started, will you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves, maybe how you met, um, how long you guys have <laughs> been, uh, been at Sun Valley? Um, if, you don't, if you don't know Chuck and Yvonne... They are first servicers, <laughs> such a blessing in my life. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves, um, and uh, and then we'll go from there. Go ahead. Um, I am rich, beautiful, and a size five. <laughs> <laughs> that tells you all they need to know. <laughs> oh, that, that isn't what you were going yeah. for, huh? <laughs> okay, well, in the podcast now. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chuck and I have been married for 32 years. Wow. 31. It was 31 in August. Oh, it just seems like... (laughs) It seems longer. (laughs) Doesn't seem like a day over 50. Uh, We met, are you ready for this, on a blind date. Okay. For a pinochle party. Christian pinochle party. And actually we had a gal who worked halftime for me. She was my secretary and she worked halftime for Chuck. As his secretary. And, you know, this gal risked it all because she could lose two jobs in one night. <laughs> <laughs> on our uh, 10th anniversary, we sent her flowers. On our 20th anniversary, we did not. <laughs> <laughs> on our 30th anniversary, we went and visited her. Yes, we did. We she was her. so yeah. delighted. It was yeah. so cute. And she remembered us. She's older than we are. Okay. Much. <laughs> yeah. Hard to believe. but Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How long have we been at Sun Valley? We moved out of Yakima into Moxie. We were purchasing a home there, and we decided we had to find a church that was closer. So we had heard about Sun Valley Church from one of the uh, group of people that came to Westside at the time and give a presentation on planting the church in Moxie area. Okay. And so we thought, well, we'd give it a try. And at that time, Sun Valley Church was meeting in the high school in in East Valley. We walked in the doors of the auditorium, and we were greeted in a way that made us feel like we were home. Hmm. It was an incredible experience. And that brought us back again and again to the church, but it was the preaching and the fellowship combined that made us stay. It was a really joy and a blessing, and that was almost 13 years ago now. Hmm. Okay, okay. So you've been you've been married for 32, 31, 31, 31. <laughs> Let's not exaggerate. Bliss, blissful years, if I can. Let's not say exaggerate. That. <laughs> 
Okay. Keep your feet on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you've been at Sun Valley for 13 years now, around that time. Yeah. Well, uh, we're here to talk about this last year of your guys' life. Um, mm-hmm. Yvonne, um, last year, around that, around that time, um, you received the news that you had cancer. And what, what type of cancer did you... Uh, breast have? cancer. Okay. Yeah, breast cancer. How did you... How did you process process that personally as you went through that? And Chuck, how did you process that as, as the husband? Well, um, I think first of all, it's helpful to know that both my parents and all three of my siblings have had cancer. Hmm. Both my parents died of cancer. Uh, one of my sisters has had three different types of cancer. So honestly, when I got the news that I had cancer, it was, okay, God, it's my turn. Hmm. Um, it wasn't the shock for me that it would be for some people, I don't think, because I, I almost anticipated that at some point Mm -hmm. that would be part of my life. Mm. Um, the other piece as the six months prior to that diagnosis, um, pastor had been preaching about, you know, what are you living for? What's your focus? And we realized that we had this big house that was really bigger than we needed. And um, I'll try to shorten this. Um, Through a variety of miraculous things, we ended up moving to a a retirement um, village. Mm. (laughs) Um, And I, I thought, am I pushing this or is this really God's leading? Mm-hmm. Uh, to get us into this smaller, more convenient, less yard work, um, <laughs> less, you know, carpet. Yeah. Is this just me, Lord? Yeah. And when I got that cancer diagnosis, three months after we moved in there, I mm. went, aha. Mm. This definitely was God leading us to this new yeah. um, gated community. Yeah. And I would say, as, as for my part, um, we had talked about her family's cancer history on numerous occasions and um, over the last several years there have been other medical issues from an acoustic neuroma to a retinal surgery to a knee replacement so there has been an ongoing um, series of medical issues Mm. and having all through all that we had talked on more than one occasion about cancer in the family and my sister had had cancer too, uh, serious cancer, survival so far. Um, so it was no surprise to us. It wasn't this shock like some people get it and go, why me? It, for us, it was another step in, in our life and mm-hmm. our, our walk with God and our uh, confidence in Him and the plan He has for us. Uh, we may not understand everything we go through, but we know it's for our good and His glory. Hmm. Hmm. The other piece of that is one of the gals in our small group had been going through some real medical issues, and she had made the statement that when we get a diagnosis, it's a surprise to us, but it's not a surprise to God. God has known all along, and anything that comes upon us has um, come through his hands. It is, you know, drained through his hands, and so that was one of the first thoughts I had, too, was that God knew this. This is... Mm. It wasn't a sense of being out of control at mm. all. It's okay. This is what where God is with us right now, and this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So as as you guys have 
experienced this, it, it seems like you guys were leaning heavily upon on the, the sovereignty of God Absolutely. through that time. Absolutely. Yeah. When, when I had an MRI early on in this process, an MRI is this horrible big tube and that makes this bang, bang, bang noise. Yeah. It's just yeah. wicked. It's so loud. And when I first went into this tube, of course, I started to pray. Uh, they had asked me what kind of music I wanted, and I said Christian. And of course, I didn't know if that would be hymns or some of that new age, new age young stuff that some of these young music people play, <laughs> guitar stuff, you know. Yeah, I, I, I get the hint. <laughs> I, get, I get the hint. <laughs> no, but as that started, there was this bang, 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 and then there was a silence, and a very clear voice on the music said. Um, out of the fire, I am a survivor. Hmm. Bang, 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 bang. Hmm. And I, I really felt that was a direct message from God saying, you know, you're going to get through this. Hmm. Um, it was very reassuring to me. Hmm. And I was able to tell that story to hundreds of people that probably didn't want to hear it, but hmm. um, was able to witness to a lot of people I probably wouldn't have otherwise. Um, so that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, when you got that news, were we were we going through the book of James at that time, or was that was that? Before? As a matter of fact, yeah. I brought my uh, notes, notes. From, journal, yeah, and my journal I keep. Um, on January thirteenth, we were talking about earthly wisdom, and the second thing I have written down on that sermon was embrace trials. Hmm. Hmm. I got the news on the twenty third. Hmm. Ten days after Pastor said that, I got the news that I had cancer. Thanks, John. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was... Uh, it wasn't his plan. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. Well, but it was God talking through him. Yeah. I mean, and mm-hmm. I, as I picked this up and went through sermon by sermon, oh my, yeah. it was just amazing. I, I, After surgery, I didn't go back for um, a couple of months because there was flu in the valley right then, and I was told to stay away from crowds. So I went back after surgery on uh, March 17th, and the title of that sermon was Dealing with Suffering. Mm. Gee, you think, you know, it was amazing. And as as a church, we have all been looking at suffering for, Mm. you know, both James and um, the Psalms have, Mm -hmm. have helped us. Have been guiding us through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like God knows what He's doing through the yeah. preaching of His Word. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We could spend hours. We were talking about this this morning. We could spend hours sharing with people how God has gone before us in everything we experience. Mm. Uh, and there just isn't time in in a short little interview to. Mm. We're willing to to share that with anybody who ever wants to talk to us and yeah. ask. We can talk your ear off. (laughs) You know, I think that's one of the greatest joys of the Christian life is when you have that aha moment of, that's why God did that three months ago, six months ago, when it didn't make sense at the time. Mm -hmm. But you realize, yeah, I see his plan now. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a little slow to pick up on it sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm biting my tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Bleeding. <laughs> uh, uh, well, what are what were some passages that you guys consistently ran back to during during this last year? 
um, when you when you may have been struggling with some with some doubts or fears? What were what were some passages that you guys went back to? I love this one out of uh, Proverbs, Proverbs thirty-one twenty-five. She is clothed in strength and dignity, and laughs without fear of the future. <laughs> Amen. I brother. love that one. <laughs> yeah. Going through Psalm one nineteen has been a real blessing, uh, certainly for me. I I love the Psalms dearly. Without question, in my mind, they're my favorite book of the Bible. Mm. Um, it was Psalm 19 that actually led me to salvation in hmm. Christ uh, when I was in the service back in 1966. And uh, Psalm 119 reflects Psalm 19 so beautifully. It's amazing. So there has been this continual going back to the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, there's Every trial you could ever imagine is there in the Psalms, and they all... Go back to glorifying God mm. and praising Him for His works and His wonders and how great He is. But there's also passages uh, like Jeremiah that says, "I know the plans I have for you, not for evil, but for good." Yeah. And those are those are promises that we can latch onto and say, "Whatever we're going through, this is for our good and it's for God's glory." And what more could we ask for? You know. Mm. Um, a passage in Peter that says, you know, cast your anxieties upon him because he cares for you. Uh, there's a there's a passage that says, you know, you go through these trials. I'm going to I'm not quoting this, mind you. This is paraphrased. Um, you go through these trials so I can comfort you and you can comfort others who are going through similar trials. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things God has called us to do is to help comfort other people yeah. who experience similar trials and, and tribulations. Hmm. Well, I think, too, the, uh, 2 Corinthians 4.17, I went to a lot, for this light momentary affliction mm-hmm. is preparing us for the eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think trying to keep that perspective, that this is all temporary. I mean, you know, it's short-term relatively. Mm-hmm. There were days it didn't necessarily feel short-term, right. but, yeah. but I knew that it was. Yeah, and that and that knowing these promises doesn't mean that you don't experience um, a weariness at times, um, but it gives you a place to turn to for confidence. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, and and faith in Christ is so amazing because He pours His blessings out upon us so abundantly, and it's so clear. Um, it's just absolutely amazing. We shouldn't be amazed because God is amazing. Yeah, but we always are. Yeah. Yeah, you just you you just talked about how God uses these um, trials and sufferings not only for your good yeah. but also for the good of others. Right, and that's and that's that's the point of why you guys are here this morning is, right. is to help others, you know, walk through maybe not cancer but sure. you know, other other suffering. Yeah, well, um, for for me, my situation, I always from a childhood, I've had uh, asthma as a little kid. Mm-hmm. It's really serious. And it has, in my older years now, uh, it has come back with a vengeance. Mm. And in addition to that, now I find out that 20% of my heartbeats are not right. Mm. And so I am consistently aware that every breath I take, every heartbeat I have is a gift from God. Mm. And that's to be used to share the gospel with others. Mm. Mm. What an encouragement. A book that I was given is called uh, Suffering is Never for Nothing. It's by uh, Elizabeth Elliot, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful book. And Mm. she talks um, 
certainly of, of anyone you can think of. She's been through her share of mm. suffering. Um, she talks about her life. Um, she basically was a, a missionary long before she met Jim and married him and went to South America, and, uh, Central America, <laughs> wherever they were. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and how she continued with, you know, her walk with the Lord was there before, during, and after mm-hmm. her time with Jim and his mm-hmm. death. Um, and it's that she ends with the um, a quote from someone else, and she talks about that uh, weaving a tapestry. You know, there are black threads in a tapestry, and there has to be those black threads so that you see and appreciate the golden threads. Mm. And when you see a tapestry from underneath, which is how we see the tapestry of our life, you see the knots and the tangles and the mess-ups. Whereas God sees the whole tapestry and sees the beauty of it. And we won't see that till you know, our last breath. We won't be able to see that tapestry of our life, if you will. And I, I thought of that image over and over and over of this is just another part of life. Mm. Um, and, and sure, so I felt sick for off and on. And it really wasn't even as nearly as bad as I thought it would be. Mm. Uh, I felt sick off and on for several months, but yeah. it's just part of life. Yeah, just part of life, <laughs> just part of life. So you, Yvonne, you you battled through chemo, and I'm sure there were days of of frustration, mm-hmm. um, pain, and 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 sorrow. Um, and you you already mentioned a few verses of of that you went back to again and again. But maybe tell us how how God used those times to um, be a light to other people. Well, early on. I ask God to put some people in my life that I could grow close to. And um, I, I actually, it was even before my first um, chemo, I believe. Um, and right after that first chemo, I got a text from a, a young woman, well, young woman, she's in her 40s, uh, <laughs> early 40s. She's very young. Um, the same age as, uh, as our daughter. And we have known them for ever. Yeah. We've known them 30, 40 years. And she too has breast cancer. Hmm. I was um, surprised, yet knew that was God's answer. And we have really uh, bonded hmm. through this. Um, the week after, there was a young man, uh, also in his 40s, um, and he has a very serious um, lymphoma. Um, and we've known him uh, through that same church. He, um, we've, known him, we've known them for ever. I was really surprised when I got a um, Facebook request to be his friend, and I thought, well, you know my kids. Why did you, you know, yeah. what do you be my friend for? And I accepted it and then realized yeah. that uh, both of those people were going through, uh, and they each have a much more serious cancer than I do. Mm-hmm. They each have a much more grueling um regimen to go through Mm. than I do and it's it's been very humbling for me Mm. to uh, have those two on my heart Mm. and we have um, gosh we text back and forth a lot yeah Um, Yeah. 
it's been a real blessing. Yeah. Um, that and to just you know make those uh, opportunities obvious to me. I have never witnessed so much in my life. Um, and it's real interesting when you have that cancer cap, you know, the, the hat that's, mm-hmm. you know, anybody looks at it and goes, oh, she must be bald. Um, people don't argue. They don't fuss back at you at all when you start talking about the Lord because, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's pretty obvious you're going through cancer. Yeah. Um, and I've loved that. Yeah. Um, I've had a number of g- good conversations in the waiting rooms yeah. at North Star. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're all in the same boat, you know, mm-hmm. we're all in there in those horrible little gowns and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure as you as you were going through that you met some people who, who weren't believers and mm-hmm. um, who maybe were starting to ask some serious questions like what what is this all about? What's life all about? And what a what a great opportunity to present right. the gospel absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. right yeah whereas whereas people don't have hope you you actually have the source right. of all hope right through christ there was one lady who uh was really struggling because she had a much more major surgery hmm. than i did very disfiguring surgery and she was really upset with it and all i could say to her well all the holy spirit led me to say to her <laughs> was um we all have a path to walk hmm. I choose to walk mine holding on to God's hand. Hmm. And that was enough that she was willing then to talk. Hmm. Um, I could sense I couldn't just start out with, let me tell you about the gospel, because I think she would have closed right up. Hmm. But because uh, she was hurting so much emotionally, yeah. um, I can only imagine. I mean, I can't really imagine what she was going through because hmm. she was, yeah, hmm. it was hard for her. Yeah. But that's a good starting point because people, people will accept that. How did you? How did the church come alongside you guys during this time? Did, oh my word! It, it was amazing. We had to tell them stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they brought meals. Oh. They brought uh, one lady brought a chemo care package. Hmm. It was the most thoughtful thing I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. It was a little bag, and it had um, everything I would need to, when I was at chemo. Hmm. And things like you know, hand cream, lip balm, uh, little snacks, several books. Um, it was a, a blanket, a little blanket. It was hmm. just an amazing thing. Hmm. I, um, we had a stack of cards on the top of our fireplace. Seriously, two inches deep. Hmm. There are a lot of people from this church that sent five, six cards, you know, because cancer is not just the day of surgery. It is months, about six months for me, which not bad. Thank you, Lord. Um, But there were a number of people that sent cards over and over. And it's so helpful to get that card, you know, by three months, four months, it's starting to wear a bit. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, just uh, amazing stack of cards and prayers and i have talked with a number of people that i haven't spoken to a lot before other than hi how are you yeah but a lot have just come up to me and yeah. Yeah. embraced and hugged and yeah very aware of the powerful prayers yeah yeah I, we just finished a series on on small group ministries and we had mm-hmm. a few guys come in and, and talk about that how did how did your chuck how did your how did your small group step in and, and help you out personally um and then you know step in and, and help out 
just with both of you guys. Oh, there was, you know, we could tell story after story about um, how members in our small group have come alongside of us and uh, helped out. Um, from the time we moved out of Moxie, uh, one member in our small group used to stage houses professionally and staged our house to sell, hmm. which we had no concept of how to do. Hmm. Uh, and it sold within three days. First person that looked at it wow. bought it. Um, it was amazing. Uh, so God has put people in our lives in the small groups who have had specific abilities that have been a real blessing to us. Mm. Um, prayer has been a big support for us. We know we know they're praying for us when we're not around them, and when we're with them, they obviously are praying for us. So mm. it's it's an amazing thing to see. As far as the church body itself, beyond the small group. We had so many meals brought to us that we had food that we couldn't eat. Yeah. It actually, it was, it, and it was great for me because <laughs> I work all day. I work all day, and then I, I'd come home, and Yvonne's not feeling well, yeah. and she's certainly not cooking meals or anything, which we wouldn't want her to do anyway. And you can't just say, hey, Yvonne, I, I'm hungry. Can you yeah. please cook Oh, I wouldn't meal? dare say that. I, <laughs> He could say that once. <laughs> once. When I regained yeah. consciousness, I yeah. would regret it. Yeah. Um, but then, but to have a meal already provided and be there yeah. when you got home. Yeah. Um, and eventually, it, it got to a point where she was feeling better, and we had to say, you know, we, it's a, thank you. But yeah. the blessing is abundant. Yeah. And just you know, slow it down a bit. Yeah. So back to, had to back yeah. out of out of the joy yeah. of having that fellowship from yeah. a church body. It's, it's kind of like uh, when Israel was bringing all the gold to build yeah. the tabernacle. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. had to stop. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Enough already. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's an encouragement. Yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm sure that was a great encouragement for oh, you. Oh, it was. Guys. It was a, an incredible joy. Yeah. Uh, and everything beyond even just meals and stuff. Um, I had issues with our our pickup and when a member of our small group came over and said i'll look at it for you yeah. <laughs> and fixed it yeah. well you know 20 bucks yeah. to fix it yeah and i had no concept of what to do yeah um time after time members of our small group have been there yeah. um, prayer support calls yeah. how you doing send a text message and say hey i've been thinking about you yeah. it's it's really something you don't see in Outside the church sure. life, sure. Um, people might say, "Oh, well, you know, I'll have good thoughts." Yep. What's that? Okay, thank you. But <laughs> good thoughts, prayers are work. Yeah. Good thoughts are just good thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Good thoughts about what? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> what are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Love the weather. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well. Uh, I'm going to ask this last question. Um, what would be your guys's encouragement um, to those who are walking through walking through dark times? I'll start with you, Yvonne. Yeah. I will go back to this is only for a short time. Mm-hmm. Even if it is something that is, you know, um, for the rest of your life on this earth, um, still in comparison, it's only for a short time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've always been very fond of, uh, Johnny Erickson Tata and, Mm. and what she has been through and how she loves the Lord through it all. Um, 
because here she is uh, paralyzed and then got breast cancer and uh, went through treatment. Um, that's got to be you know so much harder than anything I saw. Um, and she will talk about you know the minor suffering we have uh, in this lifetime. Yeah. Um, so I think keeping that perspective and and just holding on to the Lord. There were times when I felt really sick and. I would lay in bed, um, Chuck would be off to work, and I would just ask Jesus to come and sit with me. Hmm. Um, and I would, I know somebody will think I'm off my trolley, but I would just have that sense of, of very, very aware of his presence, hmm. um, as if he was there physically as a hmm. person sitting with me. Um, it's, I think, enjoy the good times that come through those difficulties mm. because there are some beautiful sweet moments mm. um it is so humbling that god would reach out to me when i'm there in this stupid mri tube with a bang 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 mm. and give me a word of encouragement mm. i mean i just am so thankful for his love and protection mm. Mm. i i would say that as a spouse of someone who's going through cancer or some other situation whatever it may be is that you really need to be an encouragement for them mm. uh, you are one of their first support systems um, obviously Yvonne has been a good solid Christian ever since I've known her um, and I'm, I'm assuming before that too but um, <laughs> but I really had to pray after marriage really yeah. am. she married me there was it increased her prayer life yeah <clears throat> no it's um you have to be a support, the primary support facility for your spouse. Uh, so every day I made a point of sending her just text messages here and there that mm. said, I love you, mm. thinking of you. She'd say, well, I did this today, and I'd send a message back. You rock. You know, you're doing great. <laughs> mm. um, and then physically supporting her as well. It, 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 there's an emotional side to it and a physical side to it and a reminder of for myself, go back to the scriptures over and over. Like you said, mm. what scriptures do we run to? Mm. There's so many. There's mm. so many. Bury yourself in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. uh, read the and mm -hmm. read the scriptures. Read the through the Psalms. They'll they, they are wonderful. Mm. No matter what you're going through, the Psalms are there to answer your needs and fill your mm. life with, with the Spirit of God because He speaks to us through scriptures. Mm. Um, Amen. Secondly, I would say your prayers are immensely important, mm. not only for yourself, but pray for your spouse. Um, pray for her strength, uh, her uh, wisdom, her courage. Uh, pray for her her walk in faith with God. Mm. Uh, I think, and that, and I also works for me too. I I need that constant reminder daily of mm -hmm. preach the gospel to myself as well. Um, so there's a physical aspect to it, there's an emotional aspect, and there's a spiritual aspect. So mm -hmm. you have to cover all of those bases as a spouse. And mm -hmm. the difficult part one of, that I had, that I, I faced, was knowing... Laundry. Laundry. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. <laughs> the second most thing I faced... <laughs> no, the, uh, one of the things I found that was really difficult 
was to walk that path between doing enough for her and doing too much. Hmm. Because you don't want your spouse to feel like you think they're totally incompetent and incapable Mm -hmm. of doing anything. And yet you want to make sure that you're doing enough to be supportive. And it's a fine line to walk. It really is a fine line to walk. So you have to constantly ask, how are you feeling? What are you up to? Don't do too much. And yet allow them to do what they feel they need to do. Mm-hmm. Well, Chuck and Yvonne, thank you so much for coming in and, and sharing your wisdom and uh, your story. <laughs> story. Yeah. Stories, yeah. We, we have a lot more stories, and yeah. we are more than willing to talk to anybody anytime. Yeah, yeah. But I, wisdom, let's not push. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stories are fine. <laughs> Well, Our if, pleasure. Yeah, if if you guys don't know Chuck and Yvonne, make sure you uh, you get to know them. Um, they are a, a real joy to be around and uh, um, such an encouragement. Thank you guys so much for oh, for being here. You're welcome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, three three takeaways that I just I got from you guys as I was listening was is trust in the sovereignty of the Lord. Absolutely. Um, know that this is light and momentary. Mm-hmm. And to bury yourself in the scriptures. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, you got it. Yeah. So, friends, if you if you are walking through those times, if you're walking through the valley, remember that God is sovereign, mm-hmm. that it's momentary, and that Scripture is the source of all hope and truth. So, we love you. We look forward to next week as we continue our series on on the valley, and uh, we look forward to being with you on Sunday. Have a great day, Sun Valley Church. <laughs>